<laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is now time for conversations with my cousin. And let me introduce you to your cousin, her cousin, his cousin, my cousin, all of our cousins. We have Michelle with one L, Shay Lachey. And representing the brothers coming from Honda DJ booth, we have DJ Big Rock. Now, ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Conversations with my cuz. What's poppin'? M. Shayla Shay. And it's me, your girl, Michelle, with one L. And I am DJ Big Rob. Brother Love is here. Brother Love is here. We made it. We was trying something new today. (laughs) So we had a little scramble going on, a little extra something. If you was on Instagram, you caught us with our little crazy before the scenes, before we go live. Usually we be all polished, but today we were stumbling a little bit. Y'all got to see that, right? But guess what? We on time and we ready to rock. Yeah, thank God we're not late, right? (laughs) So what's going on, people? We got a toast. Definitely. What we toasting today? What we toasting to today? Um, What you got? I got nothing. (laughs) I got a toast. I got a toast. Yo, I played out a shout out to um Edna over at BK Lobster. Um, we had a great time. Um, last night, uh, Team Remy DJs was definitely in the building. Shout out DJ Storm, shout out DJ K. Yes, we did it. it It was like National DJ Day or something this past week, right? That they were shouting about. So, yeah, yes, you know, but shout out to BK Lobster because it's black owned, he's starting his own. Um, they got a franchise going on, and um. We actually gonna get them on the show. We in talks. I'm gonna talk with him about that now. That um, is dope. Okay. He's he's really really a great guy. I played with them for a while. Um, this is like my tenth time there. It's like family. And um, shout them out though. We had a good time. So let's have a toast to them. All right. Important black owned businesses like BK. Black owned yes, businesses, yes. and also let's shout out. Um, our guy on the couch is San Francisco 49ers. Ooh, so Dude, we ain't talking about that. Yeah. We, ain't talk- <laughs> we are not talking about that. Boo. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> the goat got voted today. <laughs> yeah, so we had to shout them out, you know, because they, they went to the division. What you know, because y'all know I'm not the football girl, so they did something great. So I don't know All what we know was, is he's smiling and happy. He's happy so what are we gonna do here? <laughs> <laughs> I also want to shout out our comment section. We got Keisha and Kenya in the house. Um, hey, fans. We got our radio listeners on Blue Rain Radio. We got our Instagram family. We got um, Spotify, YouTube. What, what am I missing? Because I know we hot. We everywhere. Mm-hmm. I have radio, radio. Spotify, YouTube. We on Apple Podcasts. Yes. Um, I just, and let's shout out Helena because we didn't shout her out. We shouted out Blue Rain Radio, but we didn't shout out Helena last week. So, she is the CEO of Blue Rain Radio. Hey. Uh, you know, thank you for for, for um, giving us the, us the platform to actually stream live on yeah. the radio station. So shout out to oh. Helena. Hey, she's homie on the, the chat. chat. She's on, she's on 24/7, the chat. 24-7. 24-7. Check out Blue Rain Radio throughout the weeks. 24-7, guys. All right. Yeah. What else is going on, ladies? I know we had lady and gentleman. Sorry, I put breasts on you, Rasha. I didn't mean to do that to you, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> not the no, breasts. There's a lot going on this week, but it's not a lot of good news. Like no, we had that died. We had Regina King's son that committed suicide. Um, real tragedies this yeah. week, unfortunately. And I just wanted to, you know, give a, a heartfelt condolences to the Regina King family, the families of the police officers that were injured and passed away. Absolutely. Um, it's just, you know, really just from my heart, from our yeah, heart. From our hearts yeah. to her. And, and because uh, one of the officers, the officer that passed away, he's 22 years old. He's like my 22. daughter's age. Yeah. 22 yeah. years old. You know, I, I mean, this is, 
it's got to stop. And um, Mayor Ad Eric Adams, he he has a big big job ahead of him. You know. Oh, so, absolutely. He didn't no, he, has he didn't age since he got in office. He done he looked like he was <laughs> <in Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> easy on the outside, boy. So I'll do that. You know it is be careful what you pray for. How about yeah. that? Yeah, how about that? How about that? So okay. I know Shell, you had something that you wanted to yeah. share. Yeah, so, so um that you know, Bill Cosby was, was trending, you know, he he he's got his conviction overturned. And um, has he been canceled? I mean, have we completely canceled Bill Cosby? What what do y'all think? Have he has he been completely canceled? Because I I was kind of like, oh, the old guy, blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, you know, there was some things that he was accused of doing. He's, for me, he's like, you know, that friend that all your other friends stop speaking to, but when they're not looking, you kind of wave, you know, like hey, yeah. I'm like, not like a hundred percent a thousand percent right. mad at you, but you know, I'm mad at you and I'm not speaking to you, but you know, I'm a, you know, yeah, but, here, I still have a, a little bit of a yeah, thing right. like a That's it. that it's hard to let go of because I've, I've had such a fondness for this man my whole right. life growing up. And then you find out that, you know, he's a monster. Yeah, man, right. well, well, see, we're going to do devil's advocate on this. He's, it's not like it's an R. Kelly situation to me. So. You know, it's it's this this man from what we understand, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Back in those days, that's what they did to me. So, you know, it was never nothing that they said that they came across that proved that he did anything deliberately. It was supposed to have been consensual at that time. Right. Nobody was underage. Nobody was any children involved. You know, he was just getting his freak on. You know, and they did their little. Thing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's the take that I got from it. And you know, now you want to wait till he, he becomes America's dad and you want to try to tear him down. And you know, we all don't know the story. So right. you know, that's oh, yeah. The problem is whether or not he, you know, gave women drugs without their consent and then did things to them. Whether or not I take the pill and I say, Well, you know, I'm gonna lay here and let you is a different thing than if you slip me a Mickey. That's I but I also feel like you know we don't know what happened. They, I mean, they overturned the conviction for whatever reason that they did. But now there's a documentary coming out January 30th, and um, we gonna see what's gonna happen after this documentary. So we yeah. got a little clip of the trailer. Red skeletons right so back we up. Gonna, we gonna play the we gonna play the the, uh, the clip from the trailer that's for the upcoming documentary. It's a four part series. Mm. All right. Do not edit this. A lot of people knew. Because you can't do what he did unless you have other people supporting what you're doing. Spanish fly, the girl would drink it and hello, America. Bill Cosby had been one of my heroes. I'm a black man, stand-up comic. I was born in the 70s. But this? More trouble for Bill Cosby. The accusations just keep coming in. This was complicated. How do we talk about Bill Cosby? Uh -uh. It's complex, Kamal, you know? Bill Cosby was our teacher. Kind of center of morality all throughout his career. Made my grandmother laugh, made everybody in the house laugh. You can't speak about Black America in the 20th century and not talk about Bill Cosby. Thank you. On that set, I saw Black writers, Black directors. Did you remember what his job was on the show? He was a pediatrician. He was an OBGYN. <gasps> That's right, he delivered babies. Oh my God. You could have been a dentist for crying out loud, but you weren't. Bill Cosby has been leaving breadcrumbs. This is my barbecue sauce. <laughs> that people on you and they get all huggy buggy. He was talking about how to drug women. Beautiful women. They were lined up outside of his dressing room. What did you think was going on? He looked at me and he said, fool them again. You don't often learn that your hero's the worst sorts of villain. This is just a sad day in the history of black culture. It was just like, no, not Bill Cosby. It's tough being a sister saying, Do you know it scares me? You know now. I feel like I have to have this discussion. 
We thought we knew Cosby. We never knew Cosby. Mm. Sounds yeah. good. But you, you know what, too, that I, I think about all of this stuff? Like, okay, so right now, you know, we're all older and we're more mature. A lot of the times is we look back on life and a lot of stuff that we did that was totally stupid. Sometimes we look we look as, you know, kind of like um, somebody's going to take the responsibility for that and stuff like that. So to me, it's like at times when we do dumb things, like I heard him mention Spanish fly. Yeah, I haven't heard of Spanish fly. And it just it's just making me think like we just not 100 percent sure, you know, it's his story, their story. And then it's the truth. You know, but at but, the same but time, Spanish fly work like is that a real thing? <laughs> well, if y'all remember back in the day, it was all we when we were younger, that was a thing. It's supposed to make you feel warm inside, but I I don't really right. know what I'm it makes you take your clothes off. Where do you get that now? That's what I'm saying. Like, do they have that on Amazon? <laughs> you know, you know hey, be at home doping myself. <laughs> Wait, Raleigh on Instagram. Raleigh said, they sold it. Raleigh said they sold it around the corner on 99th Street. That's yeah, why it, I'm like, um, if they sold it in the damn supermarket. I don't know if it, you know, really works. Superfly, in, in the dairy land. <laughs> Very was a thing, but I, I, you know, I don't know. But, don't know. but apparently, he made a joke about it, saying he used to slip it in the women's drinks, and that made him get all, you know, you know yeah, that, Randy. You know, you know. So I, I don't know, man. But like I said, that one, and you know, he got released because it was the same situation with the Michael Jackson trial. Um, he paid out on the civil issue, and they settled on the civil issue, so they couldn't come back. And hit him with criminal charges. So now okay. that means so being that we here, I got one for y'all. Did Michael do it? You see? Well, this is what I think. Not I guilty. believe that I believe that he did something. Hold on. Uh, uh, I, I'm not talking about Michael. Yeah, yeah, put, put I'm that not talking about Michael. Talking about Bill. Listen, listen. Don't we're on, not going to talk about we Michael. We are on Bill. Bill. We're not on Michael. Okay, don't. Let's not. Let's not. <laughs> well, for sure, I'm going to tune into the documentary. We're going to see. I'm definitely. And, and I feel like after the documentary, that. it's going to be a people going to cancel Bill because I'm that 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 um trailer right there got me like, dang, they about to do Bill kind of dirty. Yeah, but know. everybody, you know, every like I said, everybody got skeletons in their closet. Everybody get their freak on, and like I said, we'll get, yeah, everybody don't. If you don't yeah, stop man. saying that, <laughs> well, uh, y'all, y'all act like y'all. Come on, man, we adults here. Everybody you was getting their freak on, yeah, and you, <laughs> yeah, that's that really think about the, people. You sound like fly. You sound but like you, Gloria. Gloria says but, that your mother. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to say nothing about getting the freak on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you got to understand, too. You're talking about late 70s, early 80s. Yo, it was a... You don't remember the, the, um, the picture time. with the, the naked lady and the afro? Everybody had one of those with the red light in the house. It was a freaky time, man. So, question. so what you're saying is that you just think it was the times that things was just going crazy and a whole bunch of... Things was right. going. Then, I mean, because I know the seventies and the eighties is free love and all those different things, and you know, it was, just that, that. it was just that era. It's not. It didn't. It didn't go anywhere. It's just underground. You know, it's still there. It's still yeah, out there. Everybody get, like you, you said. Everybody getting they freak on. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and now you can go to jail. That's right. Yeah. Back then true, it was true. free love. It was yeah. You know, we all at the party, yeah. getting high and, and you know drinking Spanish fly or whatever you want to do. And you, uh, know, you gotta you gotta remember sniffing cocaine was cool in the eighties and the seventies and stuff like that. So it's it's a different time now. So everybody want to go back in time. And then again, we can actually go back and see how you know the other America is trying to tear somebody down at the same time. You know this man is eighty years old. Come on, yeah, y'all really going wait now. Because at first they were saying that he had, he had tried to buy a, a network or something like that, and they was just exactly. trying to cancel right. him. 
Yeah, so that he was trying, he was to, trying to buy NBC. Movie. He was trying to buy MC, NBC. Now imagine that an African American man actually owning NBC. That's big. Yeah, they didn't. They want. They didn't want that to happen. So there's so many different speculations that are out there as to why now. Why now? Right. Yeah, I think that documentary is going to be very interesting. So we know we're going going to talk about it and watch it. Exactly. But but he still ain't he still ain't guilty. So with that, (laughs) we don't know. Guess what time it is? Uh oh. (laughs) It is time for let me ask my cuz. Let me ask my cousin. Oh, yeah. Take that. It's the remix. Hey. Conversations. Can't What's stop. Uh, Won't stop. Uh, oh, hey. Michelle with one now. Shayla Shay. The remix is Brother Love. Hey. <laughs> I think we need, I think we need some music behind it. And we need some recording. All the music. No, not the music. We need something different. We need something different. You know, so I sit here and I just smile and look stupid while you guys do your thing. Oh yeah. yeah! Hold on, ladies. Not to cut y'all off. I don't know if y'all paying attention to the chat, but Shay, somebody did answer your question. I think the I name is Tam. Uh, Tam. Yeah, that's Tam. That's uh, my girl Tam. Uh, I yeah, found Tam. It. It's it's I, on I Amazon. Google it. I would buy it right now, but I'm you yeah, know. But, I, I, but, I, I, but, but, <laughs> but when you do that, order me one too. <laughs> I'm gonna get the It's on Amazon. You gonna have people over like this? Start handing it out. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you see me, I'm gonna be like this. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Hey, all right. <laughs> or you might not be as jittery. You might be like, hey. I, I could, I could be that too. I don't know. I think it was and my a, man could have that look. Hey, huh, huh. I think it made, it made you, it turned you down, and and you know made you feel all you know. Yeah, that way. That way, that way, yeah. Yeah, like that again, Michelle. <laughs> Ready to get your freak on. Get your freak on. <laughs> <laughs> on let me ask my cousin because we got some interesting questions. Okay. Y'all a whole bunch of fools. All right. <laughs> um, here's a question that came in. We're ready. We're ready. How should I deal with my 11-year-old daughter who wants to dress slutty. Mm. I'm going to let y'all yeah. ladies start with that one. I have sons. I never had that problem. Thank you, Jesus. Um, well, at 11 years old, if, a, if, a, if an 11-year-old wants to dress slutty... Uh, oh, shoot. Sorry about that, y'all. What did I just do? That was me. That was me. Sorry about that. If an 11-year-old child wants to dress slutty, at 11 years old, um, we're looking at the parents because my thing is, as a parent, what are you talking about? How should I deal with my 11? Where is she getting the clothes from, first of all? Yeah, because there's a, I've seen enough young ladies like on videos and things yeah. like that that I think is extremely inappropriate. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember when I back in the day when, remember, jellies was out, we used to wear the little jelly sandals. And yeah. my mother would not let me the jellies put a heel on my jellies. She was like, Mm-mm. and the heel was about a, a half an inch. She was like, nope, you just get the ones that's flat to the ground because that's being fast. I got a word and a half. It's called beat them. <laughs> it's called beat what? Em. Beat them. <laughs> No, I think it just, there has to be a point, like even as a parent, how you carry yourself is going to have a lot to do with what is going to inspire your child to carry themselves. My mother was the corporate worker. She dressed in a certain way. It was never even an idea in my head that that was where I wanted to go with how I wanted to dress. And and we come from a different age group. So um, you got to, you have young daughters, Ra, you never had a problem with that, with your daughters? My daughter. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> He's like, hold on now. Let let me count the ways. <laughs> yeah, but I had a problem with with my daughter, and you remember I also had my um my little sister. So you know it's hard it's hard to talk to these kids nowadays, even even with the boys, because the boys is dressing like girls right now, right? So it's not it's not even about the 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 
the, the daughter's dressing slutty. It's the boys dressing like women. It's it's an issue where, you know, beat them. That's all I got to say. <laughs> That's all I got to say, because I didn't do it. And I'm thinking maybe if I did it, maybe it might have made it, it made a change. I don't know if beating is the way. I think it has a lot to do beating. with conversations and talking to your kids about their self-worth and, and what they are projecting into the world by dressing slutty. Because I don't think at 11 years old, you're equipped to deal with the attention that you're going to get from the exactly. way that you're dressing. Because as an adult, it can be difficult. And you and see the way these girls, you see the world, these the way these little girls are growing up. 11 years old, you're looking like you're, you're damn near 20 right now. And they're you know, mimicking so what they see. Right. So it starts with Instagram, you. As a right, what's on TV, what you're allowing them to watch. And then you as a parent, how are you dressing around your children? Right. So Roland says our children are bombarded with sex on every level. Yeah. Social media and especially music. Right. Definitely. So if everywhere you go, you have all of these celebrities and et cetera, showing that this is what works. Sex sells. How do you combat that? Right. Yeah, combat but then, that? But then you, you're right, um, Lachey, about really communicating. You know, the beating them is like a lot of jokes. But I realized, you know, because, I, you know, my kids is a big difference in age. My son is 13. My daughter's 21. She'll be 22 and he'll be 14. But at the same time is. I realize I get more results now actually not raising my voice, not going off on him, just really sitting him down and, you know, showing him the facts and getting him to try to understand in another kind of way. And I think yes. us, yeah. as, us as children, I mean, us as adults, when we were children, we wasn't raised on that code. Wasn't, wasn't no, no time. You can't, you can't even ask a question. When you was told take them clothes off, that's exactly what you're gonna do. I agree. You know I agree. So, and it's, we didn't it's have the same time. level of exposure either because I remember exactly. when uh, me and Shell and my and my brother would sneak and listen to Richard Pryor's albums with the volume on two, with our ear pressed against the speaker just to hear curse words. Right. Yeah. Like it just wasn't happening. So you, you didn't have that exposure agreed. or that pressure to even fit in because you can correct your child, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're in an environment where that's happening as well. When they agreed. go to school, you have all the other girls that are doing that and you look, you know, dry, plain, Absolutely. Right. get the attention the of pressure. young boys. Yeah. And also to add, you know, they're, they go to, they're 11, they're going to school. So if they're not seeing it at home, they might be seeing it at school too, even at 11 years old. Because these girls nowadays, they they got weaves in their hair. They got oh, nails and, and they're 12 and 13 years old. So I'm I'm just like, well, what? I, don't think, I think I was like 16, 17. I had to get a job and pay to get my first set of nails. <laughs> like right. was, My mother just absolutely not. Like that was just unheard of. So, I mean, in, in a word, uh, Shell, what would you say? Oh, not a word, but if you had to say, what would you tell a, a parent of an 11 year old? To, and uh, a parent of an 11 year old child that, first of all, you need to let her know that, let her teach her what her worth is. Okay. And that your worth is not in your clothing and how you dress. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think if you raise these, if we raise them up as queens and we instill in them how much they are, what they are worth. Right. And I think that thought process won't be so much as they're trying to impress or trying to do what everybody else is doing. And they'll actually, you know, be their own person and love themselves, love themselves. You know, something that I feel like, I wish that I was taught, you know, when I was younger. Right. Agreed. You know, what? Right. I don't think it's a uh, lack of, uh, like she said about being a queen um, and stuff. I don't think it's really a lack of um, really low self-esteem. I think that we really got to teach our children what you see on Love and Hip Hop, with the stuff you see on Instagram, the stuff you hear in music. That's really all instant entertainment. You mm -hmm. understand what I'm saying? Like, that's not, that's not real life. That's what we got to really get across to these children that people are doing things for likes and to be seen. Okay. You know, and they're doing things to entertain. Like it's not, it's not real life because I don't really think it's a self-esteem issue. I just think that they want to do what they see going on. Okay. 
So we and gotta if, I, get them. if I can just add to that, I think exactly. that um, it also has to do with leading by example, showing them what exactly. it actually is like to be um, classy and um, that you can still be beautiful and not be slutty. And I think that's important. Yeah. So, and exactly. like Roland just said, that's easier said than done. Peer pressure has power, and he's right. Absolutely, because yeah. I know we hit a lot of things from my parents because they was not having it. So we was like, well, they're not gonna see it mm -hmm. if we hide it, right? So you know, you got you got to put the fear of God in them. You know, if it, <laughs> yeah, beat them. Like what she said. <laughs> Yo, but peer pressure is real. I'm, I'm under peer pressure right now. Let me see a new bottle of champagne out there somewhere. Yo, where y'all popping that at? I need to know. <laughs> so peer yeah. pressure is real. Peer pressure yeah, is real. So what's you know, the other? Let me ask my cuz. Got it. Got it. So the next <laughs> question is, we're white. Can we adopt a black child? Oh. <laughs> Mm. Put that Ooh. disclaimer. Up. <laughs> what y'all think about that? I think uh, <laughs> you can, whether or not you should. I I don't. I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> I think. Uh, Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Being yeah. that you said that now, that that was a powerful statement. So, mm -hmm. being that you feel like if you rather that you didn't, would would you consider yourself some kind of racist? I would rather that you didn't because <laughs> I feel yeah. like there are certain things in culturally that you would not have uh, ability to teach a black child. And because of that, I think that the children will, um, okay. you know, it, it takes away some confusion with them. There are obstacles that you have to go through. Um, the child would have to go through having, you know, white parents, where you live in, what neighborhood, do they, you know, have any connection to their culture? And so okay. for that, you know, I would, I would say I'd rather you didn't. I mean, for me. All right. Um, well, <laughs> you just said a big word. Use the big word right there in this culture. Oh, Use the big word rather. <laughs> so I, I think that's where that's where we stuck on is with the word culture. So mm -hmm. if you break it down, like especially where we're from, right? We come from a very diverse community. So I've seen black, white, Puerto Rican, Colombian, anything, Jewish, whatever. So to me, it's, it's like you always see, let's see you see a, a white girl, right? And the next thing is, oh, she acting black, she acting hood or, you know, but what if she was raised in that environment? Does that make her bad? That's a culture thing. She's mm -hmm. doing nothing wrong. You understand what I'm saying? Or you see a, a let's flip it around. Let's, you see a black guy. He's like, oh, how you doing? You know, and he's talking a certain way. You understand what I'm saying? It's a culture thing. He's not acting white. He's just turning around. He's just reacting to the way he was raised in the community that he was raised in. And I think that's where a lot of people get things confused because, like I said before, ra racism is, is really, really a, a, a big word. And people feeling uncomfortable with who they are in their skin and whatever the case may have been. I never had that problem. You understand what I'm saying? Because, again, we always... It's about racism, though. That's not it, it, what it, I was saying. It, it, I don't think it's about no, 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 no. What, I, what I'm saying is no. What I'm saying is is that when you divide up a lot of things between the races, like a black family raising a white child or a white child bringing up, uh, um, you know, coming into a black family. I mean, or a white family having a black child. I believe that these are all cultural things, and I don't, I don't think there's nothing wrong with them. You understand what I'm saying? You just gotta really, really get people, your children, to understand who you are. And how to feel comfortable in your own skin. But I think it's bigger than just what happens in your household because that child then has to be in the world. It, it, does that mean time? No, no, that means I, I didn't get a chance to say what I needed to say. <laughs> 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 I, <just, laughs> I want to make sure that when you do I that next time, <laughs> you have to wrap this segment up anyway. But you I just say, you say what you had to say. My point out there. Um, <laughs> Can can we adopt a black child? By law, yes. Agreed. Should a white person adopt a black child? 
In my opinion, absolutely not. Wow. And for me, because you cannot teach a black child anything about their culture other than what you read in a book. And that child is going to be raised with your family and your culture. I'm not saying, you know, giving a child a loving home is a wonderful thing. It's great because there are children out here who need, you know, parents just to love on them. But I also think they need to know who they are because I hear a lot of, you know, children who were raised in white homes who say that there were a lot of things that they missed growing up and that they were not um, privy to because of the parents that raised them. And white parents tend to dismiss a lot of the issues that black children go through because they don't get it. They're privileged. They don't understand it. And they don't think it's what it actually is. Because it's not in the household. It's not in their home. They don't have a history of it, which is what I was going to say. And so because of that, um, in the home, it may be whole and beautiful and loving, et cetera, because you love the child no matter the color of the skin. But when they're out in the world and the things that they now have to deal with because of the base that they come from is an obstacle that the white parents don't know how to help their child navigate through. And because right. of that, it becomes this extra layer of how do you get over that? Okay. How do you get through it? How do you work through that and navigate growing up and all the other things that an average child deals with? Then you add on top of that that this child is now black in this potentially white neighborhood where they're not being exposed to people that look like them or act like them, right. or, you know, deal with certain things. So for me, I feel like they would fare better with a black parent. With a black family. I'm not All saying right. they can't because they can, because again, by law, yes, you can. Right. It but can. A, and for me, my preference would be for a black child to be raised with a black child. But I do want to add a little twist to it because when you ask the question in reverse, should a black family adopt a white child? A white child? I don't have a problem with that, <laughs> right? And so, where, what does that say about wow. me, right? But there's always see the thing about it is this. I feel like never, I could, yeah, a take negative care of thing. a white child with no problem and be, and they would still be able to navigate in the world. But see. Okay, so y'all, being that y'all say these things, are you telling me that a white? What happens if a white family lives in a um, black neighborhood? It's a cultural thing, and, and and we all know, like I said, we, we where we're from, we know we have those families. You understand what I'm saying? So they're moving and shaking and baking. The whole family's moving like they black. That's not white privilege is going to always be white privilege, whether you are in a in the in the hood or whether you're not in the hood. It's still going to be white privilege. Yeah, but how do you handle it? That's just but that's not just for black kids. Is. But now, oh, if you're a black kid in a in a white white home and they are operating with their white privilege, that black child is never going to know that. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. No, no, no. I understand. But like I said, it was, it's it's to me, it still comes down to a cultural thing, cultural behavior. And that's what it is. Like, for instance, shout out to DJ Storm. You would really think this guy's black. <laughs> he's nice. He's Puerto Rican. He, you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? And you yeah. gotta really, really you gotta really My think opinion, about it. Puerto Rican is black and black is Puerto Rican. We no, they're black, but Plantano their culture is different. Tolerance. But the, the culture, the, the cultural life is different. You understand what I'm saying? It's it's a I little mean, different, it's just not the same. So to me, it's again, it's it's who 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 you was raised. The company that you kept you you kept throughout your life and everybody else. So to me, if if a white family can live in the hood and raise their white children successfully, then I believe a black family can raise a white child to be successful. I think I think I think a black family should raise a black child and a white child should raise a white child. White that's, family. That's you my sound like Jefferson. I listen, I'm just saying it, and I'm not being a racist. I just feel like out, let me find out you didn't like better with yes. their own. Here's they a comment. Better. They fare better. With, I'm sorry. The just a comment. It says, is, is that fair to say then on the other side? Because a black family cannot teach a white child their culture either. I agree. Mm. I agree with okay. that. 
that's deep. That's something for us. We got to build the show. But you around. know, there's never really a lot of uproar when you look at it in the reverse. It's you know, it's not. Oh no! But when it's black adopting, uh, white adopting black, it's it's a big thing. Yeah, and it and and for us even it sparks some kind of like. Eh. Right. So probably need to think about that a little bit more and have a deeper conversation about yeah. it than a couple of minutes. That, this, yeah. this this is definitely a conversation we need to continue at a you know, yeah. So question last question on this. So would you think that that would be in the same question as a black man with a white woman? Would you look mm -hmm. at it that way? I don't see your eyes. I got you again. Oh, I don't know. We're gonna cut out the cuss word, but one of our um, comments here says it's not about race; it's about class. Ninety-nine percent don't give any about race. Adopt love and be a good person and raise a good person. Exactly. It's, really, it's a money game. It sounds great in theory. Mm -hmm. It sounds great in theory until that black child is getting pulled over by the police and that and that white family don't understand why. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well. You know, yeah, something for us to make you say, hmm, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> potentially a, a show for another day, right? Absolutely, we definitely yeah. need to come back to that, but that's a definitely a, a, a good a good conversation. Think well, about the debate when we was putting the show together, <laughs> right? Yeah, that took a lot, I couldn't even calm right down. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> But um, one of the things that we were talking about for our topic for today was also about guilty pleasures, guilty right? Pleasures. And oh, thinking about that, um, oh, his, uh, I want to go back to the comments. Well, yeah, the person is probably saying they're a white person. So I would, listen, I get it. Your, your opinion is just as valid as everyone else's. So yeah, I get it. they understand. Right. And I thank you for that. Appreciate but, you. Um, the other thing is, Guilty pleasures, right? Things uh -huh. that, and and it doesn't. When you say the word, it always sounds like you're trying to be a little like risque about it. But right. in reality, guilty pleasures are those things that you do that bring you pleasure that you might not necessarily share with people. Like you know, you might always, always, you know, stick your finger in the peanut butter and that's how you eat your peanut butter and God forbid somebody <laughs> come over and they want to have something like, oh, don't eat out of that. <laughs> you don't want no peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> oh, I don't have any peanut butter. Right. I do. Right. So I was trying to share with y'all how I thought one of my guilty pleasures was that I go to all of the um, open houses that I see. And you guys told me that that wasn't a guilty pleasure. I didn't think so. Because <laughs> my kids like will used to literally see the sign and go, please, I don't want to <laughs> go. <laughs> I would be like, oh, I'm so excited. Let's go see. And they didn't, they didn't enjoy it. They didn't like it. Yeah. So that was one of mine. Too. But here's the thing with, with, with guilty pleasures. It's a guilty pleasure, but it's a pleasure. So why is it, you know, create guilt? Now, I was reading something and it says that um, one of the things it says is that it limits your sense of identity and says the shame we feel about guilty pleasures may also come from expectations of self-consistency. We prefer to see ourselves in an undimensional way and dismiss or deny the parts that don't align with the rest of our self-image. So the person we present to the world is who we want people to see us as. So if you go and tell them, yeah, you know, I enjoy watching Ratchet TV or reality TV, and you don't tell nobody that because you want to, you want people to look at you in a way that does not identify with Ratchet TV. Like I have a thing for dragons. You have the what? A thing for dragons. <laughs> It's so minute, bad that if it has dragons in it, I will watch it every time. <laughs> I think, but that's cute to me. Yeah, I don't know if that's guilty. That's a, like, I don't know if that's a guilt. I think a guilt thing would be something that you would want anybody to know, like like porn, like oh, like porn. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Now. Wait a minute. <laughs> what, what you got to feel guilty for about that? <laughs> About dragons, it goes my self image. You know, the world what, the, never a dragon. No, the porn. Oh, why are you whispering? Oh, it's a bad word. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a bad word. See, I feel shame just so, saying it. So, so after you finish watching it, how do you? How do you? So, how do you feel so about Randy. yourself? You feel so Randy. It? <laughs> <laughs> you feel like you just had a little bit of Spanish fly. Like I don't want to. Like ooh, you got. You got to watch it with the volume on too. You know, can nobody right. hear it? Good lord. But here's another one that, with a guilty pleasure, it may imply that you're weak, lazy, or undisciplined. Like procrastination. Yeah. That's a guilty, a guilty pleasure makes some feel that way after they do it. But mm. I don't think I don't think procrastination is good because you could feel you, you don't enjoy procrastination. That's not a guilty yeah. pleasure. I so wouldn't that wouldn't that be a guilty pleasure. pleasure. But porn is Bin, binge watching TV shows. Yes. yes. That now that'll stop your life. That'll that stop will tick tock. That makes you call in. Oh no, I can't make it today. <laughs> if you that call out sick so you can stay home and binge watch TV and you do that yeah. once a month hmm. this, this is interesting here our inability to embrace pleasure without guilt reflects deeply rooted values and social norms about the importance of productivity and self control so yeah I mean I get that because if you're doing something that you consider enjoyable but you feel bad after it that means that there's something in your mind that's like I could have been doing something else more productive so you beat yourself up for it yeah so one of our comments says that uh porn is a guilty pleasure that's just a pleasure why the guilt mm. see I guess I, it I depends said, on I the said, kind of porn you watch so there's that too does it <laughs> yeah it could be bondage or something you know as well, long as it's not be. animals involved, then, you know, I don't know. But is the that the only home. limit you have? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Wait a minute. You, you said that real calmly. Let me find out. <laughs> no. Let me shout out to you. Shout we out to Shay. <laughs> no. <laughs> She's all calm with it. Porn. Porn. <laughs> how about we just, we just, how about we just embrace every aspect of ourselves and just, do what we enjoy doing it and just do it. No, yeah, I okay, guess that's so, easy said because yeah, then there's society that tells you that these are things that you shouldn't be doing. You know, if 10 people are not doing it and you're the 11th one and you want to raise your hand, but, like, well, but is it society that's telling us that we shouldn't be doing it? No, I don't think so. I think it's the inability to share that that's a part of your character. That's something that you mm. enjoy yeah, and the so other I, 10 don't. So those 10 people will turn to you and be like, mm, 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 I don't think that's acceptable. So it's really what we feel that others feel. The, no, the embarrassment of sharing. Right. Right. I think I think a guilty pleasure is probably like overindulging in something, um, doing something you know you ain't got no business doing like you like doing you know um let's say you wanted to go hang out and you maybe drank a little too much um you had a good time but now you regret what you might have had said what you done who you slept with you know things like that or maybe, yeah you know maybe if you're gambling you understand what i'm saying and you blew the money but you was having a good time doing it see now, now that, yeah that goes on borderline of being because Exactly. Right. Yeah, that's, that's more of an addiction. Right. You blowing rent money, that's more than a guilty pleasure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but some people, but some people really in in but they really, really enjoy. I believe if you indulge too much in something that you feel guilty doing, that it, it is some kind of addiction behind okay. it. Okay. Regardless mm -hmm. to what it is. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. So it's it's like I think, and that's what I think it starts with kind of the guilt because you're identifying that if you're feeling bad about something and you can't constantly doing it you're fighting yourself all the time okay but i but i think we can actually change the narrative when it comes to guilty pleasure and actually flip the script to be something more positive as opposed to it being something negative you know mm -hmm. because we can look at a guilty pleasure as something negative now for me if it's not harmful to you or anybody else why is it a problem you know, living your truth, right? If you're living in your truth, you're being who you are, and you're just doing doing what you want to do. Mm -hmm. But we are letting society tell us, or the world tell us, or ourselves tell us that it's wrong. Right. But we but we're enjoying it. 
at the right, same time. It, right. Cause it is something that you enjoy. Right. And you should be able to say that this is what it is. And the hell with everybody else, what you think about it. Mm-hmm. Because it could so, be something as simple as self-care. I'm in, I'm just going to take this day and I'm going to relax and I'm going to watch my favorite show, whether it be reality TV or porn or whatever it could be. And you're just going to enjoy yourself and do what you do and then keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so ladies, so y'all want to identify what, what some of y'all guilty pleasures are? I thought I just confessed. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Cheryl's turn. I done said what I said. Well, I, well mine is I like Ratchet TV. She said. I like, like I watch TV. a loving hip-hop or grown-up hip-hop or, you know, something like that. And the thing about that is that after I watch I'd be like, the hell I watch this crap for? And I'd be like, man, and then I'm looking at it and I'm like, look at these people on here. And I'm sitting here criticizing, but I go back to it and I Every watch time. it. Every time. Yeah, I'm not a Ratchet TV watcher. I don't watch much TV, unfortunately, but when I do, I'm looking for dragons. Well, like Rob, what are yours? Some of my guilty pleasures. Mm. Uh-oh. Let me see. Salt is like that. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, I'm a binge watcher on TV too. That that that'll just stop my day, like. If if I if I'm strolling through the channels, and you know how Netflix and all of them now they drop a whole series, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. All nine episodes. I will turn around and seriously watch all nine episodes. Like that's one of the things that, you know, and I'd be like, damn, I had so much to do. Um, that that that's 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 one of them. That's really one of my biggest um, guilty pleasures that I do that. Uh, I I totally agree with him. Stop caring about societal norms. Anything consensual is the name of the game. I agree. Mm-hmm. I totally right. agree with that. We right. got to stop letting guilty pleasures be guilty if we're enjoying exactly. it. Well, that's just that. Just as long as you ain't hurting nobody and you ain't doing nothing to nobody, then I don't understand why you just can't enjoy yourself, period. That's just what I'm saying. Just enjoy yourself. Yeah, just enjoy yourself. Well, here goes one that's hilarious. One of our comments says that I twerk when nobody is watching. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And then just yeah. keep on walking, right? Just get bust a little twerk out. Bang. <laughs> I think we just got to flip the script when it comes to, to guilty pleasures. We got to flip the script and change it. That reminds yeah. me when I when he uh, mentioned that about twerking is you ever been in your house like cleaning and you and a song come on next minute you know you busting out dancing and then somebody yeah. comes in the room and you like oh hey hey pick up the broom sweating yeah. and <laughs> yeah you know, they're doing a running man yeah exactly that, that happens to me all the time <laughs> yeah. and and the funny part about I be in traffic jamming just oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, you killing him. And yo, the guy in the car be like, yo, what's wrong with that guy? Like, like nobody can see you. Like you just in the car by yourself, nobody can see you or anything like that. Yo, you just zoned out. I have a bad <laughs> time doing that. Really, that that is and and you know what too? I found myself now that I'm a troller on on social media now. I don't know it's because I, of what I, we're doing with the, you know with the shows and Looking at what's going on, but I could be driving somewhere and something hit across my mind. I will pull literally pull over. Oh shit, what's what this poster? Oh what? This is what happened. Then I get on the phone. Yo, you seen something? Did you say you pull, you pull over? I pull over. Wow. And, and, okay. and I might look at a post just because you know what it is. I'm a for now guy. So if it crosses my mind, I have to do it right then and there, or I would never get to it. Oh, we must go. <laughs> we, so we definitely know that. that. And I never really been into social media until we really started the whole podcast and everything. Now, and I, I could be trolling all because you 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 find out so much if you start trolling. You could really educate yeah. yourself on a lot of stuff about media, like you know what I'm saying. Because I'm going to be the media guru in a minute. 
Trust Ooh. me. Ooh. <laughs> okay. I hope, I hope you um are putting out that Cabo trip when you become that guru. <laughs> That's it. Yo, and, and I do totally understand why 50 shout out to 50 Cent. I understand why he sits back and troll everybody now because you have fun doing it. And it's a lot yeah, of you can, troll, get a, you can get a lot of content. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot of content from scrolling social media, real talk. I wonder why Michelle with one L. I'm just saying, listen. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my guilty. That's, it, that's my a guilty, guilty pleasure for me because you know I sometimes I find myself scrolling way too much. But now that we have the show, I'm always on social media because I'm always posting, I'm always, you know, promoting and figuring out ways to grow the show. And so I'm always on social media in some form. Okay. It's like me too. Yeah, I'm a troll. It's become a part of 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 my I'll be, life. I'll be, I'll, be look, I'll be looking up my girl from '88. Like, I wonder what she what she looked like now. And I'll be like, oh, oh my goodness, she's she fifty. She really fifty. Then I call her. I call a man on the couch. Guy on the couch. Yo, son, remember such and such from '88? Yo, go to this page. Look at her. Just look at her. Go. So, so is that yeah. a pleasure stalking that, other people's pages? Yeah, mm -hmm. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be yeah because he's enjoying it. That's a guilty. <laughs> I'm not a troller of anybody. I just. Scrolling, I'll be trolling. It's something, something crossed my mind. I Stop promise. It. Social media is is really, really a serious issue. Like it's bad. Definitely. Like this is how people go to jail. Yo, but this is how people literally people build cases up on you. Like yo, you people just post the stupidest stuff sometimes. Like you just telling on yourself. It's just, it's bad. It's bad. But you know that's the, that's their business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I'm that's the business to share at the end of the I'm day. You know trolling. what? And I, I think we gotta, I think we need to flip the, like I said, we need to flip it and stop making it something bad. And if it's something that we enjoy doing, we have to have balance and make sure that it's not something that's hurting us to the point where we're not doing the things that we should be doing other than that guilty right. pleasure. Because you can get caught up. You definitely can get caught up. But if it's something enjoyable, take time out for that guilty thing that you makes you guilty and just do it anyway but enjoy it while you're doing it and not think about what anybody else is gonna think after yeah, yeah, like, but like if you, you want to twerk you twerk right get your <laughs> twerk on well you know i ain't got no problem seeing somebody twerk <laughs> see, see but we see you see what i'm saying <laughs> you're not wrong with seeing nobody twerk. <laughs> go, go ahead and get your twerk on that's what yeah twerk <laughs> Nah, but um, <laughs> good night, Kyle. Good night, Kyle. <laughs> Work yourself yeah. all you want. Yeah, but like right. I said, if you find yourself just over, really just overdoing something, and you're constantly beating yourself up about what you have done or whatever the case may be, pay attention to it because yeah, it's 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 a really really real talk. It's an issue that's going on with you. And if you if you're not really happy with what pleases you, maybe you need to sit down and talk to somebody about it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mental health is real. If something you're doing is driving you crazy, you need to figure that out. And you mm -hmm. in the corner, like I can't tell nobody. I can't well, because shit, you come in my crib. You might come in here calling your one you girlfriend. Might... I did it again, girl. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you might come in here on a Sunday morning, Rob. What you watching? Oh, oh, there ain't nothing but some porn. Let me turn that channel for you. <laughs> It's the norm for me. <laughs> Porn is a huge industry. That's why yeah, I'm, listen, a lot of people indulge, do, but do they do it privately. Do. Embrace what you do and, sil and silence your inner critic. How about that? Yeah. Oh, look at you. Look at that. Silence your inner critic. You sound like Dr. Phil. I done dropped yeah, it how, how do you how do you spell inner critic? In, in how do you spell that? I'll text it to you a little later. Don't worry about it. That's right. I am critic. Because that's the, that's what actually messes us all the way up. Us. We tell ourselves yeah. your inner critic, and it's your um what you mentioned, Shell, is how we want the world to view us. 
right? How you present yourself into the world. And then there's those things that you don't want to bring to the table because it's going to tarnish the image that you're building your brand. Because really that's who we are right now, right? You're trying to build a brand and say to yourself, if my, the people that pay attention to conversations with my cuz knew X, Y, and Z, they may not like me as much. So therefore I'm just going to keep it to myself. My little fun thing I do. So, you know, people won't judge you. And that's really where it falls if people are starting to judge you for that thing in a negative light. You got to be authentic to yourself. But what about this? How about you create your brand about how who you are for real? Authenticity. Absolutely. Because Ra is Ra. This is what it is. I'm going to be me. I'm going to be me. So I think creating your brand around who you are is a really, really good thing, too. People do it all the time. They do it all the time and they're successful at it. You know, so I, I don't it's, think it's that just that level of being able to be vulnerable. Yes. Agreed. That, that plays a big part in whether or not you have that. And it takes courage Agreed. because the world Agreed. is, it can be very harsh. You know, how many people, like you asked about whether or not, you know, Bill Cosby is canceled, but people have been canceled for. A, a sentence that they've said That's or a true. comment that they've had and and then the world is not um willing kind. to forgive the world is not kind, not kind yeah so it takes a lot for you to be in a place where you can say this is who I am and I'm unapologetic about it and you just have to accept me and right you know being being courageous and vulnerable about it agreed and I I agree with Jeff Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yes. Cannot care how people view you if you feel you are doing the right thing. That's it. Exactly. Point blank. Exactly. Into the That's story. Right. And on that note and that comment, you know, we we just right quick though on on Jeff's note. So when you see me in Cabo and I have my speedos on, I don't want to pick on me. I want to be on. Shout out to me in the speedos. I'm gonna really have my speedos on. And I'm gonna record you. And I'm gonna when I do this. And that's not really a guilty pleasure unless you got speedos on all the time. Right. And you just we're just finding out when we get to Cabo. You know what I mean. I'm just gonna be me when I get the cop. I'm gonna be free. I know that's he right. knew. I know that's and, right. Yeah, exactly, Jeff. That means he really does not care, and I ain't mad at you. Enjoy your <laughs> when we go to Cabo. We go to Cabo September 1st through the 5th. Go yes. book your trip. Go to www.theteamremy.com. Yes, we, man. We're going right. to in Cabo. We're going to have a great, a great time. We got a great lineup. All the information is on the website. Because we, so we got our comedians. We got our DJs. We got our parties, the pool parties. Like, it's going to be a thing. So, a definite thing. Definitely a fun five days in Cabo. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and, and, my and whoever's <laughs> watching, if you're not, shout out to, again to all of our listeners and followers. You know, you can catch us on Facebook and Spotify and, and Apple Podcasts and Blue Rain Radio and iHeartRadio. We're on YouTube. So go follow us on all of those platforms that you can follow us on. Do you have yes. a word for us to take us out? Absolutely. You know, oh. we've got a quote to end the show. I want to hear it. And it falls right in line with guilty pleasures. If you enjoy something, you just enjoy it. No sense feeling guilty about it. Well, okay. Did you make that up? Well, I add a little things. I I saw something similar, but I added a little. You know what? You should have put your name on that one. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to put my Speedos on right now because I'm feeling good, y'all. He got a whole drawer full, probably. He's just trying to prep us up, get us ready for it. I kind of think he walks around in the Speedos in the house. I do. Speedos and Tim's. Speedos and Tim's. if, If I ever see you, I'm recording. Yes, right. <laughs> well, that wasn't at his 50th birthday party when he stripped down to his drawers. My drawers was matching, though. Don't fry. Right. 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 Yeah, you were feeling yourself that day. 
<laughs> Shout out to me and my draws. Yeah, I, I have footage too. You know, y'all gonna we gonna upload a lot of this footage and stuff. We are gonna create something. All right, y'all. Yeah, let's footage. get ready to get out of here. But we are getting ready to get out here, guys. And thank you guys for joining us next Peace Sunday. Hey, That's on the show. So I'm we sorry? do have a guest on the show for next Sunday. Oh, we do have a guest so, on the yes, show. So yes, absolutely. stay tuned to that. Yeah. So All I'm right. excited about that show. So guys, we will see you next week. Peace and love. Yeah.